morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in your day, thank you for spending this time with me. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. The Apology Stone. In a thriving village nestled between rolling hills, there stood an ancient stone at the center of town square. This stone, known as the Apology Stone, held a unique power. Legend had it that anyone who stood before the stone and sincerely apologized for their mistakes would see the stone glow in a warm light, symbolizing the acceptance of their apology. One day, the wise leader of the village, a respected elder, made a decision that inadvertently caused hardship for the villagers. Realizing the error, the leader gathered the community in the town square. With humility in their heart, they stood before the apology stone and spoke openly about the mistake, acknowledging the impact on the villagers. As the leader uttered the words, I'm sorry, a remarkable transformation occurred. The apology stone eliminated with radiant glow, casting a warm light across the square. The villagers witnessed this powerful display of accountability and forgiveness. And from that day forward, the bond between the leader and the community strengthened. The apology stone became a symbol of the leader's commitment, transparency, humility, and the transformative power of saying, I'm sorry. So what does it take for a leader to build trust with their team? This is at the heart of what I deal with, with a lot of my clients. Um, I, I work mainly with teams and helping them to figure out how to accomplish that dynamic team with awesome leadership. And at the core of what we work on is always how do we build that gap, that bridge, that relationship, that trust between their teams and their leadership. So I have my opinion on the number one way to build trust with your team. I'm fully aware that there's there's many ways to build trust with your team and there is a process to go through. But how do we accomplish trust? So I will tell you my opinion of the number one way to build trust in just a few moments. But some of this process does include being transparent, being authentic, being reliable. It's things like sharing information transparently, open and honestly, giving feedback regularly and being open to regular feedback, encouraging open communication, creating those avenues of open communication, building self-awareness, not just with your team, but with your leadership, showing vulnerability, embracing the journey. And follow through on your commitments, establishing expertise and demonstrating integrity and fairness. I agree with all of the above. 
These are all great ways and part of the process that I take teams through in building the dynamics of an empowered team through great leadership. But in my own personal, humble opinion, and the conclusion that my own experience has brought me to so far is that the number one way to build trust as a leader with your team is to get good at saying, I'm sorry. So if I sit down with a person in the position of leadership and they're struggling with saying, I'm sorry, I'm going to start by asking them to acknowledge why they struggle to say it. So if you're listening and maybe you are specifically in a position of leadership, maybe you are a team member that other team members look to you, like you find yourself kind of gravitating towards that um, position of leadership without specifically the title. I always encourage people, you can be a leader no matter your title. But for whatever reason, you are finding that you struggle to say, I'm sorry. Maybe in looking back in retrospect, you can't even think of a time that you've said, I'm sorry. So let's take a minute to acknowledge why. Maybe even write it down. Ask yourself, why? Why do I struggle to say, I'm sorry? For today, I'm just going to focus on a couple of the more common reasons that I tend to encounter that people give me the reasons that they struggle. There's so many different reasons of why the things that we tell ourselves, the reasons why we struggle to say I'm sorry. But I'm going to focus on just a few this morning that tend to be some of the leading causes or leading reasons. So there's the fear of looking weak right? You know, you're in a position of leadership. You're supposed to look strong. You're supposed to look powerful. That is what we've been told gets the respect. So there's that fear of looking weak, the fear of consequences. So we've made a mistake. Maybe we've had a team member that's complained or gotten upset. And if we give in to that, what is the consequence of that? Are they going to then no longer respect us? Is that going to show the other team members that all they have to do is um, complain about something and they get their way? So we have that fear of consequences. And then the misguided belief in perfection. So we would talk about each of these or whatever the reasons they give, and we would unravel some of these limiting beliefs. And I would offer evidence to the contrary. So let's take a look at the ones I mentioned. So fear of looking weak. Some of the things that I might ask is for you to reflect on a time when you experienced a leader or an individual that you admire had shown vulnerability and how did their openness impact your perception of them? Or how about a mistake that you've made in your past? And how did taking ownership and being open about it contribute to your own personal growth and the resolution of that situation? And another question I might ask is, what do you believe is the connection between authenticity and leadership 
and the leader's ability to be vulnerable? Can leaders truly be authentic without embracing vulnerability? So those are some of the questions that I would ask. And again, if you're listening and you're thinking about this in your own personal life, in your own situation, take time to actually answer those questions. Take time to write it down. Take time to ponder and to think about it. And then looking at fear of consequences. So we want to think about, um, you know, how being vulnerable would impact that other person. And think about a time when someone was vulnerable with you, when someone took the time to acknowledge how you felt or how what they did, a decision they made, something they said impacted you. And they took the time to acknowledge that and say, I'm sorry. How did that in turn make you feel about them and respond to them? And how do you feel that others that may have observed this situation perceived that and then chose to respond? Do you feel that it created positive or negative consequences? In other words, did it then make you feel that, okay, now I can take advantage of this person because I see that they're willing to apologize and basically give me what I want? Or did it create a trust in you? Did it create a respect in you for them? And I dare say even caused you to be more aware of how you treat them to make sure that you are honoring the fact that they were willing to be so vulnerable with you in your future interactions with them, that you were being more respectful. And so then we have the misguided belief in perfection. So let me ask you, do you believe that you never make mistakes? Do you believe that your team believes that you never make mistakes simply because you haven't said, I'm sorry, that they aren't aware of the fact that you're human and you make mistakes? Do you believe that if anyone, leader or not, makes a mistake, they should take ownership of that mistake? And do you somehow get to be exempt from that rule? Do you want your team to learn to take ownership? And what is the best way to teach this to your team? What is the best way to teach your team to take ownership of their own mistakes? And this goes back to, and I use this a lot uh, when I'm coaching people and teams, is I, I kind of reference to how we deal with children. Sometimes we, as adults want to say, do as I say, not as I do, but we all know that doesn't work. So just by telling your team, I want you to take ownership doesn't work. They learn it by watching you. They, so the best way for you to teach them is to lead by example. 
And do you think that by not apologizing for your mistakes, that you've already acknowledged you know you make and you know your team knows you make, that you accomplish gaining their trust and respect? Or do you believe that by being vulnerable with them, by acknowledging and taking ownership of mistakes, that that is how we gain their trust? That is how you earn their respect. So just reflecting back on when I was working in the clinic setting, veterinary hospital, and I went from being a technician assistant on the floor, a co-worker, to becoming the hospital manager. And I remember this was something that I struggled with because it's so it's such a contra- contradictory thing for our brains to be able to wrap around the idea that vulnerability equals strength. I mean, I get it. We think of strength and we see this image of something powerful, of something that's full of armor and weapons and, you know, just demands respect and attention. Then to try to convince our brains that no, vulnerability in the right moments equals strength. As a leader, there's always going to be times where it calls for a show of power, a show of strength, when your team is really needing to lean on you for that. But there's also those moments and those times when it's going to call for you to be open, for you to be vulnerable, for you to appear just as human as they are. And let's remember that that fundamental fact that I dare say that the majority of leaders believe that every person should take ownership of their mistakes. So why does that change once you become a leader? You, I assume, got to the place you're in as a leader because you took ownership when you made mistakes, because people over you saw that that was one of your strengths, is that you were willing to take ownership. So why does that change once we become the leader? So I just want to encourage you today that remember a lot of the times when we come to that place where it calls for vulnerability, but we're struggling to say, I'm sorry. We're struggling to take ownership. We've got to ask ourselves why. We've got to be willing to acknowledge those limiting beliefs. And we have to remember vulnerability equals strength. We have to remember that the ability to be vulnerable with that other person is going to elicit a trust with them. And 
So I just want to encourage you to do some self-reflection, do some thinking about the power of saying, I'm sorry. And I would like to encourage you to practice, find those moments in the coming days, the coming weeks, when in your time of self-reflection after a situation you've dealt with, whether it be something you did, something you said, a decision you made, and you feel that little bit in the pit of your stomach where maybe I didn't handle that correctly. Maybe what I did or said affected one of my team members in a way that I did not intend. Maybe I've actually seen it as you know a result of the way they are now responding that I can see that they're hurt or they're confused. Maybe I need to address this situation through vulnerability and try practicing saying, I'm sorry. Will you have those moments where maybe the person that you're being vulnerable with, the situation where you're taking ownership and choosing to say, I'm sorry, will there be those times that maybe the other person does respond in an unhealthy way. Maybe. And I bring you back around to there's only one person you can control, and that's you. And that it shouldn't change the way the other person responds, which is out of your control, shouldn't change you doing the right thing. And through, I think, the conversation we've had today, we've established that the right thing is whether you are in a place of leadership or not, we should always take ownership for when we have made a mistake, for when we may, even if it wasn't, and most of the time it is not intentional. Most of the time as a leader, you've gotten, again, you've gotten to this place typically because you have the skills that got you there. You have the right intentions. You want the best for your team. You want the best for your organization. But sometimes, even with the best intentions, we make mistakes. Or we can reflect back on a situation and see where we could have handled it maybe a little better. And I think acknowledging that with your team, allowing them to see that you're human, getting down in the trenches with them and standing beside them instead of over them, will build trust with your team in a way but you've been struggling to do so up until now. So try it out. I would love to hear feedback from anybody who has had this same experience already in the past, or if you choose from here on to try saying I'm sorry a little more. I'd like to hear from you how it goes. Reach out to me in any of the ways that are out there. you got email, um, my website. And just let me hear from you. So I did want to very quickly let you know that things in my life have changed a little bit. And I will be working on my website to accommodate for those changes. So I have taken on a full-time position as a team development coordinator for a hospital here in the local area. So for now. I will be focusing primarily on that team. And like I said, I will adjust 
the services that I offer on my website to show for that. But I will continue to be here through this episode, through this podcast, doing episodes on topics that I think are pertinent to personal lives, to work life, and still would love to hear feedback from maybe things that you want me to talk about on this website or on this podcast that maybe I haven't touched on yet. Uh, I'm also going to continue to invite monthly guests on the podcast to tell their story and talk about their journey. Again, I believe every person has a story that's worth telling and worth hearing. And I'm already working on this month's guest and look forward to announcing that and having that episode. And I absolutely will continue to work with one-on-one clients. And you can always reach me through my website to set that up. So as always, if you need me, I'll be right here.